Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Welcome to another episode of the Relatable Voice podcast. On today's road trip, the RV is picking up Maria Brito in New York. Maria is an award-winning contemporary art advisor, author, and curator. Her best-selling book, How Creativity Rules the World, is out now. So, Maria, I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you, Lucia. It's my pleasure. And uh, thank you, everybody who's listening for your time. I'm excited to be here. Me too. (laughs) And Maria, you were born in Caracas, Venezuela, and now live in New York. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. So so how do you like the weather in New York? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, uh, New York is one of those cities where if it's, um, if everything were to be perfect, then it wouldn't be New York. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of challenges. and, And one of the challenges is that we do have many months of sunlight and heat and fun, but then we do have a long winter. And so, you know, I try to see it in a way that there is a trade-off, that you don't get to live in New York City and not have to pay some <laughs> price for it. I mean, it's this very expensive place too, but, yeah. you know, um, it's one of those things. Listen, I don't, it's it's hard to change right like you cannot change the weather so I have to focus on the things that I can control and Mm -hmm. the weather is not one of the things that I can control but yes the truth is is it's a very long and dark and difficult winter and um, you know I just have to think about the beautiful things that happen in the winter like Thanksgiving well Thanksgiving is fall but Christmas and you know, seeing a little snow sometimes is nice too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, and New York is New York. Yes, yeah, that's like, listen, it, it really is the coolest place in the world. I'm sorry, folks. I mean, I love <laughs> LA, I love London, Paris, Madrid, but at New York is incredibly special for sure. Yes, absolutely. And Maria, you we were talking about controlling things. So if you could have any superpower, what would it be? You know, Lucy, I told you that I, I like to think about that phrase that Albert Einstein said, and he, he said, well, if I could, the only thing I would like to know is what God is thinking, right? Because mm. that, I mean, it's such a metaphor and it's so far-fetched and it's, it's very poetic at the same time, right? But 
yeah, I'd like to know what God's thinking. Well, it's a superpower that I'd like to have. Yes, and that would be a huge superpower. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And you are a Harvard graduate and has cured exhibition in three countries and mm -hmm. even built a seven-figure business from scratch. So yes. can you share, Maria, this beautiful journey with us? Of course, you know, um, I was born and raised in Venezuela and my parents were very strict and were, they were also very conservative. They were great parents, but for them, there weren't many options for me in, ter in terms of I needed to go to law school or to medical school or become an engineer because my parents thought that it was important for me to find a job that was serious and dependable. And I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to work on stages. And they said, no, I, I got a lot of people after me and record labels and things like that because I used to go to the school festivals and I used to also do a lot of auditions. And when things became sort of serious, my parents said that, no, that I was not going to do that. So I decided to go to law school and I ended up going to Harvard Law. And it was a good thing because I left Venezuela that, as you know, is a country that unfortunately has fallen into the hands of these communists. And it's, a, it's heartbreaking what happens there. It's this huge crisis of all sorts of things. But, you know, I left before all that happened. And that was, I guess, my... My lucky feature is that I ended up going to law school doing something I didn't want to, but I, at the same time, I was able to leave a place where I had no future doing absolutely anything because nobody has a future there. So I, I moved to New York after I graduated and I started working in law firms and I, with the time, it took me nine years to actually realize how much I hated it. I knew I hated it, but at the beginning, you know, they were paying me really well and I was building a life in New York and I wanted to stay and I wanted them to sponsor my green card. And, you know, I and I was doing what I was meant to do. I had gotten to law school. I had passed the bar exam and I was making money. Then I met my husband. We got married. So it was great. And, you know, at some point I was like, this is horrible. I don't want to do this anymore. When I was pregnant with my first child. I said to myself, I can't lie to him and tell him that I'm doing this and that I love it. He's going to he's going to realize that that I am not happy. And also, I'm never going to see him again because, you know, lawyers work 24 hours, seven days a week. So mm -hmm. I, I felt yeah. very I felt very dishonest with myself if mm -hmm. I kept doing that. And so. You know, one day I just wrote a lot of thoughts. I spent a lot of time thinking about this. It's not that it was just, oh, I'm going to quit this. I spent a lot of time looking inside my heart, looking inside my soul and writing my thoughts and praying and asking for guidance. And I said, you know, there is a beautiful world of art out there and I can help people collect and buy art and understand the markets and understand how to navigate the contemporary art world. And I can do it because I was, when I moved to New York and I, I was already working and making my money, I was buying young artists for me. And so I started learning about that before 
I jumped into a new world. And, uh, you know, when you are an entrepreneur and, and do crazy things like the, the crazy thing I did, you think, but then you don't think anymore. Because if you overthink that and you overanalyze it, you're never going to do it, no. right? You're going to, you get very scared thinking about all the things that can go wrong, all the things that you're going to leave behind. And I said, okay, I need to do something for myself for the first time. I can't be my whole life pleasing my parents or doing something that I don't want to do. And I am, you know, going for this and there's no plan B. It, it has mm -hmm. to work, you know, it has mm -hmm. to work because mm -hmm. I don't have a plan B and I'm not going to go back to a law firm or like a big office or none of that. So that's the journey of how this new second act in my life started. And, you know, there have been ups and downs. I think that when you own your business, you will always have great moments and you also will face difficult moments. But I don't regret anything and I wouldn't change absolutely anything that I have done to, you know, get a different experience. I think that I took a bet on myself and it paid off. Wow, you're courageous. Thank you. I think it's very important, Lucia, for people to find that courage because what the alternative is to live your life miserable right, or sad, or uh, justifying why you are not fulfilled, why you are not radiant, why you are not giving to the world what you have inside. And that's not something that human beings are meant to be abundant, and they are meant to be happy, you know, like we live in a world that has built so many barriers and myths around success and around wealth, around who deserves what. It has created so much competition, you know, among people instead of promoting collaboration and cooperation. And like this mentality of luck, like if you have something, then I can't have it. And I don't think that's fair for anybody. I also don't think that, you know, there are a certain amount of professions that only will guarantee success. No, the whole world is very big and people can do anything that they want to do and find success and money and satisfaction it, it, because there is a group of people that you can serve and that will be happy to pay for your services or for your products mm -hmm. or for whatever you do. But we have been conditioned to think very differently. Like, that oh this is the path oh you have to go to college oh you have to follow and and that's not I'm not saying it's wrong I mean people who want to go to college people who want to go and get you know masters that's wonderful but it's just not just one way there are many many different ways Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We we don't need to follow what people do. Yes. Being happy is the most important thing. And you know, Maria, when you were talking now, you seem to be overflowing with oh. creativity and projects. I am. Yes. And can you tell us yes. about your book? Yes. Without spoilers. Yes. No, I feel very proud of this book because I started when I transitioned into this new career. I got a lot of different clients, and some of them were CEOs of companies. And they called me and said, We find fascinating what you have done with your life, and we would love for you to come to our offices to talk to our managers. Not, that, not so that they leave their jobs, but that you tell them to, th yeah, not that, but like so that you tell them how to think like an artist or how to think outside of the box and how to build brands or, you know, we would like to hear your experiences because we are very interested in how you navigate you know, those difficult transitions too. So I said, of course, I'm going to put together a workshop for your people and I'm going to go and I'm going to do it. So I did and I did it a few times and it was very successful. The managers who were invited to the workshop, you know, got really great results. They said that they were starting to see things differently. And so there was a general consensus that they had received a benefit from what they saw that I was given to them. And so I said, well, this doesn't have to be just for managers in companies. I can actually do an online course that's going to be for anybody who, you know, stumbles upon my website and wants to buy, you know, the the membership and go through the course and participate of, uh, you know, group Zoom calls and so on. So I had, uh, you know, like at the beginning, I had like about 100 people. Now I, I have more than 1,000 students who have taken the course. It's amazing. Yeah, it's very amazing. But these people, listen, I love them so much because these are people who are incredibly grateful for the opportunity to have this information for them and to have a consistent encouragement when we get together once a month or when they get my newsletters or things like that, that they are in the right path of materializing their ideas and living and having a nice life and making money from those ideas, because it's great to have ideas, but if you can't make money off of them, 
it's a problem, right? Because mm -hmm. if you put something out in the world, yeah. if it's a book or it's a it's a film or it's a piece of art or it's a business, you want those things to work. So I, after seeing this incredible, you know, feedback in the, in my, my online course, I said, well, now it's time to write a book because then we can bring it to more people, right? It's like a uh -huh. whole different level of distribution. And so that's what I did. And so the book just came out. Mm -hmm. It's done really, really well. It's called How Creativity Rules the World. And what it does is that it gives people a combination of practical exercises because every chapter has a lot of exercises and ideas and helps you see things in a way that opens the space for you to create and to bring those ideas to life. And it also has a combination of history about how I did my business, about how artists think, about how entrepreneurs think and see things. So it's all very practical. But I think that, you know, I like to give people a lot of storytelling and narrative because that's how people get engaged, right? Like people mm -hmm. like to read things that, you know, feel like you're part of a story. And I think that if I can say so myself, that's one of the reasons why the book has been successful is because it brings both the story and the narrative and the practical exercises at the end of each chapter. Yes, actually, I was checking your book on Amazon and I saw that you have over 100 reviews, all positive. And <laughs> so your book is not only fiction and it's fiction and nonfiction. Is that well? No, it's not, not, there's nothing that is fiction, but it is, there's a lot of history. So mm -hmm. what I do is that I take parts of history that I find so interesting, like in the life of, you know, Leonardo da Vinci or in the life of Michelangelo or in the life of Frida Kahlo or in the life of Steve Jobs or in the life of the father who invented the champagne, Don Perignon, I thought, mm -hmm. you know, his story was fascinating because he was a monk who spent his days in prayer. And they told him, we're going to give you this abbey that got burned because we need to restore it and you need to raise funds. And the only way to raise funds is by selling the grapes and, and turning them into champagne. And he said, okay, I'm going to do it. So the, if, if he can do that, he literally revolutionized the whole industry in, in the area of champagne. If, if a monk can do that, then you can do great things too, right? So it's like about those examples. It's the storytelling of their lives and those specific moments where they found something incredible. And mixing that with what I have observed myself, working with artists and working with entrepreneurs and how I use that to build my business, right? Because the reason why I write about myself in the book is not because I want you to think that I'm so important, but it's because I want you to know that I did it too, you know, and I'm an ordinary person who I was able to do extraordinary things. And all I had to do was to follow all those ideas so that I was able to highlight myself coming from being an attorney to becoming an art advisor in a very, very competitive and, and complicated industry, like the art market is very difficult, but I'm here and it's been 13 years and I'm just happy to share this with the world. I think that, you know, you realize as, as, as life goes, 
that you have to share what you have with others. And that's a very, very important yeah. thing. It's yeah. a very important thing for me because, you know, I am very happy with all my private clients and all that. But I think that in the world, the world suffers too much, right? Like we are in a world that has gotten through a lot of suffering. And I, if I can make people slightly better off or happier or give them hope that that what's inside of them can come and, and take shape and take a creative shape, whatever it is, then I think that my mission has been done and accomplished in, in this world. And, and that is very important for me. This is beautiful. And Maria, maybe yeah. some listeners, our listeners want to get some advice from yes. you. Yes. Well, listen, I think that it's important to, first of all, be very honest with yourself and be very authentic and vulnerable, right? Because we have in this world a lot of curated lives through social media where everything is perfect and all we see is like the beautiful trips and the beautiful clothes. And, you know, so a lot of people feel a little bit like, well, life is perfect. I don't have anything to say because mine is not perfect. And that's not true. I think we relate and you know this, like a relatable life is that where we actually find a match with someone who is honest and authentic and has gone through problems and sadness and anger and bitterness, but comes through the other side, right? And so I think particularly writers, that's a very, very intense and important form of art. I consider writing a form of art, no matter what you, if you write nonfiction or fiction, I think it's important to respect that. And the second advice would be that you can only get better if you do it a lot. And so writing is a thing of every day or as much as you can, because it's like training a muscle, right? I mean, if you go to the gym yeah. once a month, I don't think you're going to see a lot of results, right? If you go twice a week, maybe there's something there, but if you go every day or if you go five times a week, it accumulates, right? It's, it has a cumulative effect. And writing is just like that. It's a thing that you got to love it. You know, uh, when Stephen King was asked a, a few years ago in an interview, what's the hardest thing about being a writer? And he said, to write. Because, you know, we have a lot of uh, resistance sometimes, right? To sit down in front of the computer and to, you know, let those uh, ideas flow. And a lot of people get very caught up uh, with the idea of uh, perfectionism, which is so bad because perfectionism means that you'd never want to do it because it's a standard that you never get to. Nothing is ever perfect. And mm -hmm. so, you know, perfectionism is a way for you to like, oh, I'm not going to do the work. I'm not going to do the work because it's never going to be perfect. So people have, you know, regardless of your area, whether you're a painter or a writer or you are a performer or an engineer, nothing ever is perfect. But yeah. the beauty, what gives us humans satisfaction and momentum is in the doing of the work, doing the work every day. You are brilliant. Oh, thank brilliant. you, Lucia. I just want to share with everybody what I have learned myself 
sometimes the hard way. <laughs> sometimes I've learned it the hard way, but I, I think that if I can make people save some tears and drama, <laughs> listen to me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing that you started everything from the scratch. You are fearless. And I am so honored to have you here oh, today. <laughs> I am very honored too. I think you are wonderful. And I very much appreciate the opportunity to connect with you and the opportunity to connect with the listeners. You guys are giving yes. me your time and your time is precious and I respect that. So I want you to leave with value. I want you guys to know that I care, that I am here because I care about people and I care about what I'm putting out in the world. And uh, I know that, you know, your most precious commodity is time. You can never get it back, right? Time, yes. you can never get it back. Yes, that's why I say when people ask me about my superpower, I said, I would like to slow the time down. Yes, it goes too fast. Yes, and Maria, where can we find you? Please give us all your contacts. Yes, well, listen, uh, come to my website. It's mariabrito.com. So that's B-R-I-T-S-N-T-O.com. And there you have links to all my social media you also have you can subscribe to my newsletter that goes out every week it's called the groove and it's a lot of fun uh, there are links to my online course and there are links to all the things that i do you know and uh that's 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 like the the greatest place to go to is my website because you have links to everything and so um that's that's where you find me Wonderful. And Maria, keep shining and come oh, back. I will come back and I will go and visit you. <laughs> Thank you, Lucia. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.